Well, we'll dedicate the uh, podcast to you. It's the very first below average podcast with Moon and Tiffany Norton. This show used to have another title on another uh, network. You may have seen us on Spotify or Apple or wherever. We used to be called Moon, P-Jug, and Hobbs. Okay. And the reason it was called that was because I was in a hospital forced to use a portable urinal. Okay. And one day I had a clean one and it had a nice color that matched with my hospital gown. And so I held it up next to my head on the mirror and I took a picture and I thought, God, look at that art. That is art. That's creative. Nobody will ever do that. We should do a podcast called Moon and Pea Jug. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. Law firms always have a nice ring about them. And their brand is easy to remember, like Schwebel, Getz, and Sieben, Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, or whatever. So then it became Moon, P-Jug, and Hobbs. Well, then we had to figure out, well, who is going to be who? And I thought, well, my wife's here all the time. She should be P-Jug, because I used to call her Pee-wee on the air. And guess what? Uh, you don't even know that we were on the air, but we'll explain that here in a little bit. Uh, so anyway, then she refused to do the podcast for a number of weeks. Finally, I bent her arm and she did it for, a, I don't know, seven, eight months Then she hung it up. Yeah, she didn't so, want to be called P-Jug and I don't blame her. <laughs> I also did not want to get called P-Jug or Hobbs. You yeah. were the only one who liked your name. You were the only person who thought it was great. Absolutely everybody that you met in the industry was like, that's a terrible name. And you're like, mm, <laughs> yeah, but I like it. It's got a ring. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one of the things I've always liked is to try and do things that people advise me not to do. Yeah. Well, you definitely stuck to your guns for like <laughs> two years. <laughs> I always was raised that it was really bad to belch and terrible manners and all that kind of stuff. And then my ex-husband and I he liked to belch. And then we started having belching contests. And then I started forgetting. And we would always say like, good one after there was a really awesome belch. Even when I'm by myself, I'll tell myself good one. Like, I'll, I'll be like, good one. I just got a text message from somebody. Yeah. An old friend of mine just bought a radio station. What? In Lamar, Colorado. KLMR. Look at that. We can both say it. Let's go. In Lamar, Colorado, I've spent yeah. some time as my best friend committed suicide, ah. and that's where his funeral was. I had Why to speak at his funeral because everybody asked me to speak at funerals. I think I ought to do it and get paid for Christ's sakes. I can whip up a good, you know, funeral like nobody else. And uh, so anyway, back to my friend, there was talk of murder, infidelity, and just awfulness in every corner and it ended badly and then you know how i like to talk so i got to his funeral and i spoke and then after the funeral there were a lot of people there i hadn't seen since high school and we talked so long that i missed the uh, placing of the uh, casket into the grave as i was to be a pallbearer and i was too tardy uh -huh. and everybody wondered where i was yeah. And I was shooting the breeze. 
That sounds about right. As soon as they said, hey, help us lift something, Moon, oh, oh, look at the time. But that's the kind of stuff you're going to get on Below Average. That sounds I like have... a podcast, dude. Like, don't give too much information. Don't give any more details. Like, we could turn this into a podcast, one of those crime ones. Maybe NPR will play us. Yeah. And, you know, I know plenty of people uh, that are dead. Oh, yeah. Lots of dead people for you to talk about now that they're gone. Yeah, I actually lost someone this week. Oh, I'm sorry. Very sad. Very, very sad. Snowmobile accident. Oh, really? Yeah. And this uh, is actually our 92nd podcast. The first 91 were on the Tom Bernard Network. Tom, of course, was at KQ92, and he did a podcast every day. For He was one of the very first people to even podcast. Right. He's been doing it a long, long time and uh, has a nice studio and stuff. Well, he decided after his radio career had ended that he just, you know, take it easy and do a podcast with some of his friends and his family. And so they moved that thing. And you can now find that through Hubbard Radio. We will be featured there as well. 2019, I left Hubbard Radio. And after COVID kicked in, that's when. You left Hubbard Radio along with many others, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, nationally, because they got stations all over the place. Yep. Well, anyway, I didn't do anything for a while. And Tiffany does stand-up comedy, so she's doing club stuff. She decides, well, wait a minute. Uh, I know a lot about banking as well, so maybe I could bank in the daytime and do stand-up at night. And it seemed to be working. She had some connections. And now... She's been elevated, I believe, to some kind of an award-winning position. Uh, aren't you something way up in the company, or are you just a... I did not get the promotion. The promotion is still unfilled, so they're still looking for someone. So I don't feel too bad. But remember, we talked about this, and you were like, oh, give me your interview questions. How hard can they be? And then you said a bunch of, not racist, but racial things what yeah you yeah you i don't buy that yes remember what the question was you're like let me answer your questions do you remember now do you remember i kind of do yeah it was about diversity how would you promote diversity on your team and i said you thought you thought to take just basically everybody's culture like go to a different restaurant for lunch based on everybody's culture on the group like well if there's an italian go to an italian lunch if there's well you you get lunch that way and think of all the great meals you get and that's one of the things i love about diversity is we don't have to eat the same bland crap in minnesota all the time yeah you know when i moved up here i was in the uh you know the south part of the united states in houston texas we had sauces and creams and you know brisket i mean we had flavorful food mm-hmm. and uh you know a lot of seafood just great food as a matter of fact when i lived in houston it was voted fattest city in america five years in a row oh i doubt that come on no. man we're right here in the midwest they won they beat you us can, you can totally google that really okay yeah, you can totally google that fattest city in america houston all right, all right. And you'll see all the years it was up and here's how they decided to combat obesity 
uh, in Houston after winning the, the award. I mean, it was not a pretty picture for the city. I don't think right? it's an award, but I yeah. think it's, I think they're, I think they're just told, but okay. <laughs> here, so they, here you're fat. Here's your trophy. Sorry. So we're thinking, how can we make money off of fat guys? Right. So say it like that. <laughs> okay. And so what we did was we came up with a promotional idea that we sold to Subway and they have these low fat sandwiches. Well, guess who is the spokesman? It's Jared. Okay. So I know Jared, the guy that's still in jail. Right. And we used to hang out like all the time. He did never seem like he was a pervert in any way. Okay. So do you really think that any of these stories, I mean, anything, we are literally 10 minutes into this deal. Are any of the things we want to highlight at a new platform <laughs> that you used to hang out with Jared from Subway and he didn't seem <laughs> creepy to you? No. That your friend committed suicide, but maybe it was murder. It's below average. This is below average. This is, this actually is actually, this is, I don't know why I expected something different. I don't, I shouldn't have. What am I, what am I thinking? I have been in Florida a lot. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany has been in Florida a lot, has family mm -hmm. in Orlando or just outside. And I used to go to Destin like a lot, West Palm, Key West, God, Sarasota, Naples, you name it, Tampa, Ybor City. It's a great place to go when it's nice. And in here, uh, it gets frigid at the exact moment that it gets nice in Florida. I mean, if you go to Florida like late October, uh, just when it starts snowing here and you stay there through like early May, living in paradise, man, there's palm trees. It's awesome. Then after that, you begin to sweat and you feel like you're going to die from the heat and the humidity for the rest of the year. It's an exact trade-off. It's a flip-flop of Minnesota. Our summers are perfect. Our winters are awful. And that's the exact opposite of Florida and Arizona. That's why all the old people go there. I'll just list the story. Okay, okay. so Ron DeSantis may have that. made an internet foul uh, and uh, a guffaw that he may not be able to recover his 2024 presidential campaign from. Why he, would you say that? And I, this and I don't, and I really don't know. It came up on my Apple news feed anyway, though, but apparently Ron was, or Mr. DeSantis was uh, engaged in some very unmasculine behavior. Uh, apparently from staffers, it's rumored that this guy eats kind of like an animal. He's constantly eating during meetings and with uh, not much regard to the mess he makes, but he was on a plane and he was eating pudding, but yeah. he didn't have a spoon. So he was using three fingers like a scoop, chocolate pudding, <laughs> just eating it with his fingers because he couldn't uh, wait. Now, if you're on a jet, though, I feel like someone's got a spork or something or like you use the corner of a business card or your credit card. You use you use something. I mean, to just go all in with the fingers. There was a story about Amy Klobuchar uh, and she... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, in a disagreement with a staffer about how her meal was served. Yeah. And she says, well, wait a minute. Uh, I don't have a fork here. 
Yeah. How, how do you expect me to eat this? Oh, wait a minute. Let me see if I can figure it out. And then into her purse, she goes to get out a comb and she eats a salad with a comb. Right. Now, we do not have video or still shot evidence of DeSantis eating with his fingers. No. Or a Klobuchar eating with the, uh, the, the, the comb. But I do have a video of an odd eating scenario where a friend of mine who was kind of bent, okay, he was kind of a, a different guy. What he would do for fun on the weekends is he would get a, <laughs> a jar uh -oh. of peanut butter. Oh, and God. Here we go. He would drop his pants and he would put peanut butter on his butt so his dog would lick it. <laughs> below average. Now I feel like now that we've named it below average, now you have a goal. Now you have a target. We're moving Jug and Hobbs. We didn't know what the f that was, but but now that it's below average, oh, I got your below average right here. It's all going to be punchlines that end that could end it right here. I got it right here. What was the last time you did something that like your wife was like really? I was flossing. Oh God, I, I remember this. Oh, this is perfect. This is a perfect example. Okay. Okay. So you've got uh, me flossing my teeth, just had steak. As I retract the floss, there's my wife standing behind me and uh, I was going to discard the flosser, but it looked like there might've been a little beef left on there. And I'm thinking, well, God, why are you going to miss that? That's that's protein. I removed the little fractional piece of beef, enjoyed it, medium rare, and then threw it out. I threw out the flosser. My wife says to me, oh, my God, did you just eat what was on your floss? I go, yeah, I ate it before that, too. Remember when you served it? I ate it like that, and then there was a little hunk there. She said it was three days later. That's not right. Bring her yeah, in. Come in here. Bring, her, bring her in. Tell her. Tell her. Hey, tell her. Here. Tiffany wants. Tiffany wants to talk to her. Because I, I, I think I remember this story, and I think it was three days. Like you had not flossed in days, and then you're just having some like ninety-eight degree temperature meat from in between your gums. <laughs> hey, come in here. You'll be our first guest for Christ's sake. <laughs> Come on. It's my birthday. I just actually, I just want to know how many yeah. days I want to know how much you're, you're lying. That's what I want to know. She just wants <laughs> to know if I'm lying about the floss <laughs> on this podcast called below average. We literally talk about everything. What have we covered so far? Let's just review. No, let's not. Okay. Okay. Death. So then moving forward, uh, I'll talk about Foo Fighters. Okay. Because you'll see that I do this quite a bit. Uh, they're my favorite rock band. And they had a terrible, tragic overdose of their drummer, Taylor Hawkins, a while back. And so the band didn't do anything. They grieved and they took time apart, eventually holding two sold-out shows at Wembley Stadium and at the, um, the big uh, Staples Center in L.A., with an all-star cast from Queen and all big rock bands. Won't mention them all. Well, we thought that they would probably never tour again. They just found a guy, and he played at one of those tribute shows, 
and they're going to go ahead and have him tour with the band. And when he tours with the band, uh, that means that they could come here. And I had tickets. I was very much uh, excited about, you know, seeing him at a college football stadium. But then the Foo Fighters said everybody has to wear masks and uh, the university wouldn't back them. So they moved it to a bigger stadium. And then they had the tragic passing of their drummer. But guy's name is Matt Cameron. And most people are going to have no idea who this guy is. But I'm glad to say that the band is going to be back on the road. Last band I think I saw really saw the Doobie Brothers. And I found out today how they got their name. They smoke doobies. <laughs> you just put that together now. <laughs> Yeah, I had literally called the Doobie Brothers <laughs> and it's spelled just like you would spell Doobie. Sure. Right. You know, so, ZZ Top is for zigzag and top papers, right? Is it really? All right. What does Wiki say? Oh. Wiki, Wiki, Wiki. Well, that must have been that must have been something that must have been an urban legend then because they're saying the origins of the name was that they noticed Gibbons particularly noticed BB King and ZZ Hill and thought of combining the two names. Well, my idea was better. I believe so many things that are wrong, but you know, we didn't have the internet when I was a kid either. You couldn't no. research these things like that. You had to call no. a friend at night. Like if you're having an argument about something, I would have had to call somebody and you'd, you'd have to have your friend group. Like you're like, oh, it's about Greek mythology. We call this guy. It's about, you know, math. We call whoever. What would people call you for their for your trivia? Would people call you for your knowledge in a particular area? Yeah, farm trivia. Farm trivia, farm stuff. Yep. How do you castrate a sheep? How do you? Well, you get their balls in your hand. You roll them over, right? You roll right. them. You roll them. You like turn them upside yep. down. Do them up. Oh. Till you get that scrotum. Why do you turn them upside down? Just so that so you can. Yeah, you got to have them on your back so they don't run. Oh, you, you put the sheep on its back? Yeah, and you spread its legs, a little slit. Next thing you know, you call the dog. Dog's hungry. First episode of uh, Below Average. Oh, my God. I like the art we did on this as well that was not done by us. No, it's cute. Oh, can we talk football for a minute? Aaron Rodgers to the Jets? <laughs> What's that about after Favre went to the Jets? Uh... This and then he came here and then he came here and then we almost then we lost to the saints we almost went to the super bowl again well think about it that means aaron Rodgers may eventually loop through back to the vikings why not you know you got that and i saw something online today if this is true i'm gonna flip what S stefan Diggs from the bills back yeah. on the vikings that, that would be amazing. I love Diggs. He already knows everybody. I mean, obviously the coaching is a little bit different now, but you know, the team is exciting. We had a great year. We've had so many front office problems and like it or not, I sure as hell don't know how to run a football team, but it doesn't yeah. seem like there's a lot of people that do either. It seems like it's a pretty tough business um to be successful and uh so i mean i guess my heart goes out to those people but you know i bleed purple but it's it's you know i'm i'm, I'm getting tapped out think about justin jefferson and great step on digs and you got hawkinson as the tight end 
I mean, if you can give Cousins just a little Hawkinson, time. Hawkinson, he really turned on. I was like, who's this guy? And Thielen getting traded. Well, and now there's March Madness going on. Yeah, now that I don't know much about the basketball thing. You know, there is a uh, a guy that you've heard of named Warren Buffett. Yes, I know who Warren Buffett is, yeah. He's kind of one of the richest guys on the planet. Yeah. Uh, every year within his company, Berkshire Hathaway, he has a March Madness uh, tournament. And if you can pick every game right, you get, I believe, a million cash. And if you have ever tried to do the brackets and tried to pick winners throughout many games on schools, you have no idea where they even are or nothing about basketball. I mean, but it's just like playing the lotto. Why not stick your name in the hat? What I like about it in theory, again, I'm not a big basketball person. And I think it's just because I was so bad at basketball. Literally, that is below average. I was always because we got graded for gym. I don't know if you got graded, but we did. Oh, yeah. and it affected my grade point average. And I would always get like a D or a C maybe in basketball. I was just so, and then you had to do free throws in front of everybody and I have anxiety and oh my God, I'd make one maybe out of 25. Anyway, <laughs> I love that it can be literally anybody. You you really can't know all of those teams and who's going to make it in. I mean, there's upsets all the time. So that's what I love about it. I'm watching the kids. Like my high school, um, Hill Murray, they just had, they just played in the hockey tournaments because we had the high school hockey tournaments in downtown St. Paul. And, you know, the kids just go nuts. It's so fun to see young people excited for their team. Our, my high school got knocked out first round, but. They call this the state of hockey. It is. And let me, let me tell you why. The XL Energy Center holds 18,468, if I remember correctly. And I used to go to many hockey games for the Minnesota Wild because I was a season ticket holder and I had seats right on the red line about 14 rows up right over the top of the glass. You could see and hear the players on the benches. I mean, you could see if they were bleeding or not. I mean, yeah. God, it was like a, a fight broke out at a rock and roll show. I almost went cocaine bear on a lady in the parking lot on the way to the goddamn movie. Anyway, yeah. So I live in a building where there's where I park. It's in a parking ramp, right? The top part's for our condo building. The bottom part is public parking. So I happen upon Sunday morning. We're going to go see Cocaine Bear. I'm super excited. Got matinee tickets. Already reserved my reclining seat at the Alamo. Can already almost taste the popcorn. I'm ready to go. And I'm pulling out of the ramp. And there's a vehicle, like an Escalade. It's got the two doors open. It's parked in the middle where I can't really pass easily. And there's a woman who is standing on the outside of the driver's side door, screaming at someone in the, in the driver's side. And judging from some of the things she was kind of saying, didn't seem like it was going well for this man. And it seemed like it was going to take a while. And I wanted to go to the movie and we were running late. Right. And so I rolled out my window. I'm like, Hey, can I scoot past you? And she's like, can't you? wait for five seconds and i was like a little taken back and i was like well i'd rather not i have tickets to a movie and i'm trying to leave and she turns around and you'll bleep this but she turns around over her shoulder continues her conversation then throws this back at me and i was like the car was in park i am like in my mind i'm already in motion floating out of the car 
And then I remembered, no, do not channel your father. Just road rage inside the car. Remember your training. If you hit someone while you're inside the car, you have car insurance. And who's to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so I, but I did though, I threw the car and drive. I, I, I kind of scared her. Uh, and I was able to just sneak through cause my car is really small and I snuck between the wall and, uh, the driver's door. And yeah, I was kind of saying some things also on my journey down to go check out. And then of course the worst thing in the world happens, my little pass card. So you can get in and out. It wasn't working. And I'm like, Oh crap. I just like chewed off this lady kind of like drove right past her with my car. And now I can't get out of the gate. <laughs> oh my but it was fun and then i went and saw cocaine bear and it was awesome was it really it really was fun it's funny it's really funny the gory scenes are awesome but like there are some really cute moments to it like if it wasn't so gory you could almost take a kid to it i liked it i actually streamed the fablemans after the academy awards came out i thought you know i'd like to see as many as i can Sure. And the one that won them all, what is it? Everything, everywhere, everywhere all at once. Yeah, I love that. I can tell you, I got into it in an hour and 10 minutes. I had no idea where I was. Yeah. I felt like I was in a bad mushroom trip or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm out. So I never did finish it. And it's I know a weird. lot of people that say that. And mm -hmm. the people that, you know, stuck it out all say it's the best film ever. And uh, that's why it won like a lot of Academy Awards. Uh, and then we started watching the new season of Ted Lasso just came out. Shrinking continues. My favorite show, maybe of all time. I'm not sure. I love it. I'm passionate about plugging the crap out of it. It's just the best. I do have Hulu. Uh, I've been watching Not Dead Yet which I like that it's a cute scenario girl in relationship moves overseas, quits her job at a newspaper to get married. Marriage fails. She goes back, tries to get her old job back at the paper. There's only one job left writing obituaries. And whenever she writes these obituaries, these people actually appear yeah, into her life. It's, it's kind of a cool idea. And it's light and it's easy to watch. Oh, it's so light. Yeah, it is. It's, it's super light. I mean, it's network TV light. It's light for even network TV. There's it is. not a lot of there's not a lot of meat on that sandwich. So one thing though that is saved in my DVR. Do you have something saved in your DVR this week that you're gonna watch? I do. What is it? You know I hate The Bachelor and Bachelorette and shows like that. Mm -hmm. But I am into, and there's finally episodes out of. Farmer needs a wife. Because do you remember Simple Life in the early days of reality TV show Paris Hilton and um oh God, what's her name? Nicole Richie. They were, you know, they're they're socialites and then they had to go out and like, you know, milk cows and shovel shit and do all that kind of stuff. So that's what I feel like they're gonna make these girls do. I think it's gonna be funny. <laughs> that will be pretty damn good. I loved that show. I loved Simple Life. Snowflake Mountain was another one that was kind of funny that was one season on Netflix where it's literally what you think. It's a bunch of kids that are usually on their phone. They're all in influencers and they put them in a cabin in the woods. 
and they have to figure out how to do stuff and they're like oh my god it's cold just got a text message from a buddy of mine willie nelson is bringing his outdoor music festival to somerset in oh. june oh dude let's go let's go oh somerset oh yeah robert plant and allison krauss okay trampled by turtles uh i've already seen robert plant once and he was great live and he looks phenomenal yeah he does did you see that brandy carlisle's coming to the state fair yeah uh, that's fine i like her a lot you know the cure has announced a tour and they're coming here as well i would love to see those guys i love robert smith robert smith just went totally off on ticketmaster and actually had fans post what they paid to see the cure mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. the fees were more than the tickets yeah everybody's trying to make money off of the performers they don't create anything now they're going to give back 10 bucks per ticket it's egregious it's outrageous and like for example i create content i've got some new bitter baker episodes in the works and stuff like that a friend of mine forwarded me entry into an online competition they want um unscripted short and specifically food related videos this is a natural for me to submit my stuff to right but i go through to see what i get i don't get anything no they're like well we're going to share it on the twitter and whichever log line we're going to have a poll and whatever log line people like best and if you don't know what a log line is it's basically just your like your short handle or like you know like whatever like a log line in a movie like in alien would be like they can't hear you scream in space that's the long line log line right so five log lines they vote what log line they like the best and then that person will get a spot produced by these people who i don't know who they are and clearly we already know how to make content so i don't need you to produce it and then they're in it and it doesn't say what the perceived value is and and whatever and i'm like well so it sounds like can i have your content for free and make my you know have something cool on my website and drive traffic to me but you as the person who has to spend the money on the flour and the eggs and the actual ingredients to put together the content oh there's nothing for you yeah it's crap tell you what else is crap our old podcast moon p jug and hobbs yeah was on a different network yeah and we had done 91 episodes there and we never sold advertising to it nope right and the other night uh, i had the person that was helping me post this stuff go and uh you know post one more before the name of the show changed to its current name below average with moon and tiffany norton okay love that name remember it share it love it like it all of a sudden uh, there were commercials on our podcast at the beginning and the end yeah and we're thinking wait a minute we didn't tell anybody they could do that and i know i didn't put it on there and i know i didn't make any money well it's annoying because that's just it i mean everybody wants like oh give us your content give us your content no you know what you come up with an idea you do it you see how fun it is as a comedian i have um a a booker that's online and basically this is if you want to hire a comedian just for like an event like you're not a comedy club you just want like 
someone to come for an anniversary party or whatever, right? A one night gala. And they all think we do it for free, but we're not charging for the, uh, for the event. And I'm like, well, that doesn't mean I'm not charging you. That's your decision. I'm like, Everybody wants what artists can create, but they never want to compensate the artists. That's a tale as old as time. And people are giving away all their stuff for free. And if they ban t- TikTok in the United States, which they're talking about doing, all the people that spent all that time and effort to curate and get all those followers can be wiped out like that. Do you think that's the wrong thing for Biden to do? Well, no, I don't think it's the wrong thing. I'm just saying as I'm just saying there's a lot of people somewhere that make a lot of money on content creators. Like there's a really good documentary and I believe it's on Netflix right now, but it's about Pornhub and how that works and all that kind of stuff. And it's really about SEO and getting people to your website. And so people will steal your stuff and then they'll post it as their own and not share and not give you credit. And, and it's impossible to get stuff down. And anyway, well, if you want to reach out to this show, there's many ways to get there. Follow moon afternoons on Facebook. That's probably the easiest, uh, at moon KS 95 on Twitter. What do you got? You got a couple, don't you? TiffanyNorton.com is, uh, my website, which links to all of my social media, all my stuff. There's an email contact form and all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, reach out, like, and subscribe my bitter baker series on YouTube. That would be amazing. I, I, I used to get like thousands and thousands of likes and stuff and, or not likes, but views like 3000, 4,000, 5,000 and some of my bitter baker episodes on Facebook. But I've never been able to crack YouTube. And now Facebook, it's very difficult to get videos to to go like that because there's so many people fighting for that market. So if you could go to my YouTube page, I would appreciate it. The Bitter Baker. All right. The name of the podcast is Below Average with Moon and Tiffany Norton. We hope you liked episode one. It was totally below average. (laughs) We aims to please and we hit the mark today.